0: welcome to the click down. I'm Dan Feller.
1: And I'm Anna Ruiz. And today we're going to be talking about moving to the cloud. So, Dan, do you do you guys usually do annual clean cleanings to get rid of old stuff that you don't need or
0: <laughs> That's kind of a trick question because if I say no, then you're going to think I'm one of these hoarders, you know, that my house is a complete mess, but in all honesty, we like to believe we do, but <laughs> it's it's every few years that we actually go through and start getting rid of stuff.
1: I know. I feel like I'm the same way. I, I tell myself that we're going to do them every year, and then we kind of do them, and I'm always shocked about how much stuff I accumulate, but for the most part, it's not as efficient as I would like it to be. However, fun story, last year, mid-pandemic, we ended up moving houses, and that was really when we had to like go through everything, throw it out, just reevaluate basically everything that you've accumulated in the past half a decade of my life. Um so that was fun.
0: What why would you why would you move in the middle of a pandemic?
1: <laughs> I am still asking that myself, but hey, <laughs> it worked out and we did it. So But the same thing I think from like a a move perspective can be said around technology. I know a lot of times when I worked with customers, You know, you you would look at their environments and they just had all these policies, applications, and things that they had accumulated over the years that they hadn't really looked at. And even though, for the most part, you know, when you upgrade and and when you do certain things, you you try to clean your environment, a lot of times it doesn't really happen until you do that full migration, right? Whether you're moving um, from on prem to cloud or whatever it may be, when you're really reevaluating that full environment.
0: Yeah. And I, I, I think that's true for, you know, a lot of people, especially when they start testing something, they trying all these different settings, but eventually I think some of our customers get down to a point where they, they kind of know exactly what they need and they don't want to rebuild things. And, you know, that's always one of the big challenges. If they want to go to a new environment or a new version, the question is, you know, what's the best practice here? Do I, am I supposed to rebuild everything? Cause I don't really want to, that's a lot of work
1: yeah that and you know that is an excellent question and so for today's episode i brought um Tamara Trejos who's going to be talking to us about a, a tool that we released last year the automated configuration tool and you know just some of the really awesome things that we can do with that tool so Tamara welcome to the Clickdown.
2: hi thank you all i am very excited to be here talking about this tool today so well um What would you like to know about the tool? (laughs) So first of all, why don't you tell
1: us a little bit about yourself? Like, what do you do at Citrix? How is it that you started working on this tool um, just so that we get to know you?
2: I guess those are important questions, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I am a customer success engineer, a senior customer success engineer. I work uh, in the CSM team. So basically we help customers with all things cloud related, whether it is migration or first time configurations. Um, so this is pretty much how I landed up on this um, configuration tool, working with PM to make sure that we tested this out and help customers move their configurations and migrate their configurations over in just an easier way than manually recreating their entire infrastructure so this is basically the purpose of this tool
0: so so it's it's basically for for customers who currently have the virtual apps and desktops like an on-prem and they want to move to the virtual happiness top service the, the cloud
2: service. Yeah, yeah, that's actually one of the use cases, but there's also scenarios in which we have cloud customers that already have an environment set up and they need to replicate that environment also within cloud so they can just go ahead and export their configuration import it into a new cloud tenant Um, and there's other use cases as well like disaster recovery or to backup configuration information um, to inspect configuration information in an easier manner Um, i can talk a little bit about how the tool makes that happen, um, because I guess right now it doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, But it's basically a tool that you just run via PowerShell, and it will export all of the configuration information that you have in your cloud tenant. And I mean, in your on-premises environment, I'm sorry. And then basically, you can go ahead and import that to your cloud tenant. But this is done in XML files, so that's what facilitates the process of reading these config files and seeing what you have in your environment um, on premises and in the cloud as well.
1: Are there certain prerequisites, Tamara, that the the customer needs to have in order to run this tool? Whether it's you know for that on prem environment or you know what do they need to have if they want to use this tool?
2: Yeah, that's actually a great question. So there's prerequisites for both sides. Um, for on premises, they need to have the MSI tool uh, installed. It's just uh, an MSI that you run as you would any other commandlet, and it basically executes um, in a PowerShell sort of window. And that's one of the things you also need to have a specific.net framework version, which is 472 or above. And your environment should be running LTSR in the latest CU or one of the last two current releases. So um, LTSR also includes 7.6 and 7.15 and 7.19.12. So if the environment is running either one of those versions, the customers can go ahead and utilize the tool um, or if they're on one of the latest two current releases.
0: So so you mentioned when you, the first thing you do is you you export your configuration, it saves in XML files. Um, does that mean you can like go in the XML file and edit it? Like, So maybe you don't want to move everything over. You just want to move a few things over at a time.
2: Yeah, that's a great question. So um, actually, I'm just remembering that I forgot to mention the cloud uh, requirements. You need to have cloud connectors in uh, green status and they need to be in a resource location, um, obviously you need to have a valid logon for the admins. But yeah, when you run this tool, you are actually presented with the option to export specific configuration. You can use a phased approach, so you don't need to export your entire infrastructure. You can do one catalog and one delivery group at a time, or you can do several, or you can do everything at once or you know you can just export it and not necessarily import it anywhere else. Uh, but the flexibility that this tool allows us is to migrate only the components that we're interested in migrating at a time and not necessarily just do everything in bulk. So that's a good thing about the tool as well.
1: Yeah, no, that it definitely sounds like it. It's almost like the spring cleaning. Like you, you pick and choose what you want to bring over that you don't have to rebuild. Um, but also make it easier. So like Dan was saying, you don't have to completely start from scratch, which is I know why a lot of customers don't want to take that jump and, and make that migration and that move.
2: Yes, exactly. I actually have a lot of customers that want to start testing with a user group, or you know, just a few people actually, or admins who are a specific group in their organization that they want to have in cloud before the rest of the teams are on board. So this is a a helpful tool for that, because then basically you can just go ahead and create those specific catalogs and delivery groups and assign them to a certain subset of users, point the VDAs to the cloud connectors, and then you have these users ready to test. So it makes migrations a lot easier because, again, as you've mentioned, it's not building from scratch. And it just makes it a lot easier and a lot faster, especially if you have very complex configurations involving a lot of application groups or application folders or tags, or there's a lot of um, moving parts in this, right? And a lot of our customers will create very specific and very tailored and very structured environments. And this tool makes migrating those over a lot easier than having to build them from from the ground up. So, uh,
0: for for some of the uh, for some of the customers you've dealt with, how many like roughly how many like policies are you seeing in the uh, console?
2: Um, well, I've actually helped customers from like very small environments to really large environments. Um, I, I guess it mostly depends. Something important to mention, I guess, is that um, MCS does require a few additional steps, uh, whereas manual catalogs and PVS are just um, an export and import type of thing. MCS does require you to take a couple extra steps manually within Citrix Cloud to make sure that the migration is successful. Uh, That would be like creating an empty machine catalog and empty delivery group with the exact same names that you have them on premises as well as a hosting connection and then once you have that you can start importing the information um but yeah i guess i've seen from hundreds to like maybe up to a thousand um and i've seen like three thousand five hundred vdas or more being migrated over so yeah it it takes down like the time to migrate that would be six months or longer, it makes it a couple of weeks or, or even less. So it's it's a great tool if people are ready to migrate and they wanna start looking into it. It's a good way to test it and a good way to to get started moving to the cloud so it's kind of all a win-win for for everybody involved less work and we also get to help the admins um, in other tasks as well you know like planning their migration and so on versus having to help them recreate everything from scratch and all of that um, what that involves so no that
1: that sounds awesome Tamara. so if if I'm a customer listening to this right now and I'm interested in finding this tool, where can I find it? Where can I download it? Or what steps do I need to take to kind of get started in my migration process?
2: Uh, Yes, so the MSI is actually available um, for download in the Citrix cloud, I mean, in the citrix.com slash downloads website. So anyone that has an admin Username to log on to the portal should be able to get access to this tool. Uh, we have a specific document which is, um, you can find it on Google called Proof of Concept Automated Configuration Tool that actually has not only all of this information and step by step documentation with screen, screenshots and everything, it also has a link um, that will take customers directly to the Citrix.com slash downloads. Um, cloud portal for them to download the automated configuration tool. Uh, but I think um, there is, yeah, there's a direct link within the guide that uh, customers can access, because I guess it would be a little too lengthy for me to like read it all out loud. Uh, but yeah, customers can definitely get it on the downloads page within the Citrix Cloud portion of that.
0: And and I believe the uh, POC POC guide you're referencing, you wrote, right?
2: Yeah. Yes, I I wrote that guy. Hey, i I always
0: plug I always plug my own content as well.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, you got give yourself some credit, right? <laughs> You're also part of that guy, Dan. So there you go, <laughs> giving us both credit here.
0: So you know, I I know we we talked a lot about just that. You know, we just talked about migration, but this tool, it's not. Just for migration, right? You know, it's I think before you mentioned something like, you know, disaster recovery and some other type of use cases that you could use this for. Yeah,
2: definitely. So the the most commonly used case right now um or used use case right now is migrating, but we'd certainly have customer centers set in disaster recovery or you know, exporting and importing their configuration up to a different cloud tenant for whether it is a test environment or development or for instance they have a new site somewhere else in the world and they want to replicate their configuration in America over in EMEA or in Australia or wherever the case may be, they can just easily go ahead and export this information and then and uh, yes, the XML files you can actually see and read, and and you know you basically import whatever you need. Uh, so yeah, there's there's different cases, not just migration. You can also, as I said, um, dump the configuration over to these XML files and just have it there for reference later if somebody needs to see something specific and they don't want to go over to the console. They can reference the actual files from there. Obviously, it's not automatically updated unless you create a script that would dump that information. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, if you if you want to have it for like reference or you know to share without giving someone specific access to the cloud portal, that can also be done as well. So there's several use cases that come to mind that are not even just these, but those are the main ones that are like disaster recovery or replicating configurations or you know face migrations and stuff like that so yeah there's a lot a lot of benefits to using that tool
0: yeah i I know that was always a uh it was always a complaint when you had virtual apps and desktops in one location and then you wanted to have a completely separate site you know for a different part of the world and it's like what i got to redo this whole thing and and it's It's not as fun the second time around. (laughs)
2: Yes, (laughs) I agree. And I love building stuff, but definitely not twice or three times. So yeah, this does make things a lot easier for admins. And we also want to give admins a chance for them to use up their time on something more valuable than recreating everything. From scratch, you know, because that is indeed very tedious. And if you have ten VDAs, that's fine. If you have a hundred VDAs, it's not as great. And if you have more than that, it is a nightmare. So this actually helps people that have larger environments. Also, small environments. You know, if you just want to do it in one command line, you just execute it, and you have everything done. But um, yeah, it, it makes life easier for for bigger um, companies and admins that are in charge of larger deployments, for sure.
1: Yeah, no, I I think um, all of us are always looking for ways to automate and just, you know, make ourselves more productive and more effective. So, Tamara, we really appreciate you coming on and, you know, telling us more about this tool. And, you know, I know a lot of the customers listening will find it valuable, and I'm sure we'll be using it um, in, you know, shortly. So thank you so much for joining us today. And so, Dan, I, you know, I I find it really interesting just how we're continuing to create tools to help our customers be more efficient, And like Tamara was saying, really have them focus on other things that are not just, you know, the day-to-day tasks, admin tasks that consume so much time. So, you know, I'm very excited that we have this available for our customers.
0: Yeah, and I mean, it just even in your personal example at the beginning, you know, moving houses, it's like the act of actually migrating all your stuff is such a pain wouldn't it have been nice if you could just have had a script to do it for I you i wish <laughs> that
1: we should tell tomorrow to create that right then we'll we'll become millionaires <laughs> if we if we find a way to automate moving but <laughs> i think that is all the time we have left today so dan you know it's been another great episode here on the click
0: mm-hmm.